Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I have so many, so many updates. It feels like all of a sudden all of these ideas and offerings are coming through and I am so pumped to be able to put these out into the world ever since I had my Black Friday sale with all the training programs and climbing programs that I had on sale. I actually took those off of my website after the sale and ever since then the ideas have been flowing in. So this is truly, truly a message. If you are trying to release something in your business, in your life, and you're a little bit nervous to do so, remind yourself that we actually do need to release to receive. It was only when I released those climbing training programs that I was actually able to receive new downloads, new ideas for offerings coming up. So I'm really excited to be able to share these with you today. So today, the topic that I want to talk about is six of the biggest mistakes that I see when business owners are trying to scale to six figures. These are big ones. And I've really been loving recording podcast episodes lately because these ideas are coming to me so quickly. These are things that are always on the top of my mind. I was able to make this list of six things in about 30 seconds. Um, I could probably, again, expand on this a lot more, but I really just want to start here because each of these, you could go so much more deeply with them. So before we get into today's topics, some updates about some of those offerings and opportunities to work with me that I was talking about. So the first one is going to be a workshop that I'm holding on this Sunday. So if you're listening to this when the episode comes out, this workshop will be held on 12-12, so December 12th, 2021. It's going to be at 12 p.m. PST. So this is a Sunday. So hopefully you'll be able to join if this is something that you're interested in, if this is something that resonates with you if it's something that you want to learn more about. I'm holding a workshop all about how to balance your masculine and feminine energy. Oh my gosh, this is something that I have been so excited about lately and learning about masculine and feminine energy has truly changed my life. It has changed the entire way that I approach my business, that I approach relationships, that it's it's changed the relationship that I have with myself as well and how much I allow myself rest um, way more now than before, I will I will tell you that. And learning to balance my feminine and masculine energy has truly brought me home to myself. I was, for the longest time, and I didn't even know it, it was, it was totally subconscious. I was trying to operate in a different parameter or a different box. I was trying to operate in the way that I knew 
would be successful, if that makes sense. And ever since learning all about feminine and masculine energy, what I realized is, holy shit, I can actually be my authentic self and operate the way that I was designed to and the way that I was meant to and be even more successful than that other thing that I was trying to do. So feminine and masculine energy, a little bit about it. So it has nothing to do with gender or sex. We all have feminine and masculine energy. Some people like to think of it as yin and yang, kind of those two different sides of the sphere, if you will. And learning to incorporate most women actually that I work with we have a hard time embracing our feminine energy. We kind of like keep that tucked away. Society has really glorified that masculine energy, the get shit done, take it off the list, always be productive. You know that type of energy. Um, we are not about that here at Lady Beta, not all about the hustle culture. We are actively part of the movement that wants to take rest and give yourself time for creativity and flow and movement and enjoyment and passion. So really coming back to this idea of learning to embrace the feminine, that's going to be a massive theme throughout this workshop, really being able to dive into feminine and masculine wounds. So a wound here with the feminine, I know I've shared this on the podcast before, is that I actually was bullied by a bunch of women when I was younger. And my perception when I was younger, because I didn't know any better, is I actually associated all feminine energy with that that's bad, that's dangerous, I can't be around that, it's not safe for me to be around that. So I had a very disjointed relationship with feminine energy and actually rejected it for the longest time. Little did I know I was actually going against the way that I was designed and built as somebody with a feminine core. So again, when I say we all have both of these aspects, we definitely do, but typically one of these feminine or masculine is more dominant. So that's where you kind of spend the most of your time. And if you are active living against that, it's going to make your life feel a lot more difficult. You're probably going to feel very unsettled, overwhelmed, frustrated, feeling like you just can't get your shit together, like you have no time for yourself, like you're always just so busy and you're you're honestly unfulfilled. So really learning to identify the feminine and masculine wounds, a lot of the times it comes from our parent figures. We're going to be talking all about mother and father wounds inside this workshop. It's going to be epic. We're also going to be talking about what the divine feminine and masculine look like. So the divine feminine and masculine, this is kind of like, okay, when we've started to do this deeper work and heal our shit, this is where we can actually step into the best qualities of each of these. So the divine masculine is grounded, present, very logical, protective. The divine feminine is creative, open, passionate, flowing, all of these amazing qualities that we can really start to embody once we realize where we're at right now, start to heal some of the wounding that we might have, and start to embody more of the divine aspects of both of these. I am so excited about this workshop. It is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And this is actually one of the first paid workshops that I'll be doing. It's a very low cost workshop. It's only $12. I had to do it. It's 12, 12 at 12 p.m. and it's $12. There will absolutely be a replay available if you aren't able to make it live, but I would highly recommend making it live if you can. Again, I'm so excited that this is on a Sunday because I feel like so many more people are going to attend and throughout different time zones as well. I know this time zone works really well for Europe, Australia, and the U.S., so I would love, love, love to have you there. If you are wanting to sign up for this workshop, you can head to the link in the show notes and secure your spot. I'm so excited to be able to answer questions. This is the topic that has been coming up the most inside Brain Rewiring Group and my business coaching group, so make sure that you are there if this is something that you're interested in. 
Okay, next update. So I'm really pumped about this as well, and I was kind of going back and forth between how many days do I want to make this free meditation workshop? Should I do 10 days, 15 days, 20 days? And I was, you know, I'm gonna admit, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't, you know, run any live meditation groups this this length before, and it was something that really intimidated me, which is, you know, a sure sign that I actually need to go that direction, and that's the thing that I need to do. But it dawned on me that it's going to be 2022, so why not go all in and do a 22-day free meditation challenge? I am so excited about this. So every single day of this challenge, you're going to get a video from me talking about different topics, like helping you stay accountable, helping you get to know yourself better, helping you work through your triggers, heal your your deeper shit, start to really, really start your year off right. You're going to get guided meditations every single day. I am so, so excited for this. I did something similar last year, a 31-day accountability challenge that people absolutely loved. I still get messages to this day from people saying, I just revisited that challenge. I absolutely loved it. I still use some of the journal prompts, so you know there's going to be tons of journal prompts included in this if you love self-development and you're into self-development and really elevating what you know about yourself, how you interact in the world and with other people, this is for you. You can sign up for this free challenge in the show notes and I honestly can't wait to get started. I'm already like planning it and writing it all out, how I want all of the 22 days to go, how I want it to all fit together, to flow. I am I'm so pumped. Like, I cannot wait. It's going to start on January 1st, and it will end on the 22nd of January. And I would still sign up, even if you know you're going to be busy, because you will have lifetime access to this, and you can always go back later and rewatch the videos or listen to the meditations. Okay, third update. So activate. There are so many things I'm excited about right now, which honestly feels really amazing, because for the longest time inside my business, I was feeling... Like, I needed to release things, but I was scared, I was afraid, I was, you know, making excuses, something that we all do. And now that I've actually released them, I have so much more free time, I have so much more mental capacity and energy to put into the things that I've really wanted to do for a long time. So, Activate, this is my six-figure, six-month mentorship. I am so pumped about this because I know that there's a big need for it. If you are a business owner and you're making consistent income, you have consistent clients, but you're really not sure how to start scaling your business towards the 10k months, this is for you. So inside this mentorship, inside of this six-month program, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be focusing on what I call the trifecta. So strategy, support, and energetics, with energetics taking a huge importance inside this program. So energetics are everything from feminine and masculine energy to your human design to how you're showing up to healing your deeper trauma because maybe somebody made fun of you as a kid and because of that you turned a little bit more quiet and then it makes it really difficult for you to put yourself out there and show up as a business owner because you're afraid of being judged, you're afraid of being made fun of, even though you might not be conscious of it now. We're going to be doing a lot of this deeper work so that you can start to effortlessly scale to six figures and beyond. And we're going to talk about it in today's episode, but this is a huge mistake that I see a lot of business owners not participating in is they just think like, oh, if I just focus on the strategy and, you know, it's all oh, good and, you know, I'll scale my, scale my business. That's a huge mistake that I made. Um, I will tell you straight up, once I actually started to embrace the energetics and embrace doing a lot of the deeper emotional work, that is when things really started to take off for me. I actually, once I started brain rewiring, which is for me one of the big catalysts in doing the self-development and the deeper work, I actually started to double my income 
every single month after I started brain rewiring. So that's a huge piece of it. I'm so pumped for this. We're going to be having guest expert trainings, breath work, energy work. I am so excited because I am a soon-to-be 7D Ahai energy healer. I'm so pumped for that, that I'm actually doing my attunement tomorrow if you're listening to this episode when it comes out on the 9th. So I'll be doing my attunement tomorrow, and that attunement just means that I'm then be able to send energy to myself, and I'll go through my second attunement in January and be able to send energy to others. I'm so excited to incorporate this as part of my business model and offerings going forward. Energy healing has been critical, critical for me in growing my business, not just with the business side, but for me personally and my personal development. I mean, our businesses are a reflection of us. So the better our energy is inside of us, the better our business's energy will be. So if you want to learn more about Activate, you can hit the link in the show notes. I'm starting to send out personal invitations. There are very limited spots in this program. I'm sending out those personal invitations this week and next. We get started in January and we run through June. If you have any questions on this, if you're wondering, is this for me or not, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I'm at ladybeta.coaching or an email. I'm chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com. I would love to help you figure out if this is a perfect fit for you or not. Alrighty, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So six of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs and business owners making when they start to scale to six figures. So this isn't to say that everybody's goal needs to be six figures, but if it is your goal, I would listen up to these next six things because I was guilty of these for so long. They held me back for quite a while inside my business. And once I was able to unlock some of these, that's when things really started to shift and change. So number one, I've said it before. I will probably always say it. This is also going to be a huge focus inside Activate the Six Figure Mastermind is not hiring out help, trying to do it all by themselves for far too long. This is something that I was very guilty of because I, my thought process was, well, nobody could possibly do that better than me. And it was such a crutch for the longest time because what it really was was my control issues that I wasn't willing to face. I tried to say like, no, mm, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to do it as good as me because I was just so hesitant to relinquish control inside my business. And I got to a point where I realized, holy shit, I am the one standing in my way. If I actually offloaded my plate a bit and let people do things for me that, you know, this isn't even my zone of genius. Um, A big example of this is creating PowerPoint slides. Nope, not me. I'm not your girl. (laughs) I'm terrible at those. It is not something that I enjoy doing. So just, just that in and of itself. If it's not something that I enjoy doing, think of the energy that's going into that. And then people on the other side of that are picking that up. So I would far rather have somebody that is A, really good at it, and B, really enjoys doing it, infuse that energy into that thing that they're doing for me. So when I first hired somebody, it was, it was definitely a learning process and, you know, there was a lot of back and forth, but we finally got to a place where it just felt smooth and I felt so supported. And now inside my business, I have quite a few women helping me out and it feels so good for me to just stay in my zone of genius, do my thing. I don't have to worry about things like podcast editing. I don't have to worry about things like uploading the podcast to the platform. Those are just taken care of for me. And I really, it's, it's been a huge game changer. So 
If you're a business owner and it's not even if you are like reaching the six-figure mark and that's when you start to think about hiring out. I know I had the episode with Monica last week. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend going back and listening. I'll link it in the show notes. Monica is a virtual assistant. She actually works for me as well. She's amazing. I absolutely love having her help inside my business. It's such a huge game changer to have somebody like her with her hands inside my business. It feels so good for me. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend it because we talk all about when to know is the right time to start hiring out inside your business, and it's probably a lot earlier than you think. And it actually gives you this massive opportunity to start to deal with some of those control issues that start to come up. I know I was really triggered at first when I was like, oh my god, they're gonna do what for me? And then I was like, take a breath, take a breather. You're the business owner. You get to decide what they do and don't do. And for me, it actually let me really practice my skills in communication and really being able to state exactly what I wanted. You know, if you are having something in your business that you want done a certain way and it's not getting done a certain way, that gives you the opportunity to, to state very clearly, okay, this is how I want it done. Being clear is kind always. So go listen to that episode with Monica. You'll get a ton of clarity from that. And that is number one. So not hiring out help soon enough. Number two is trying to be everywhere all at once. This is a big mistake that I see business owners making. They try to spread their energy far too thin and all of a sudden they're like, wait, do I need to be on TikTok and Instagram and oh my god, should I start a podcast? Which, yes, yes you should. Um, I absolutely think that podcasting is the future and the more that you can get your voice and your message out there, the better. So absolutely, I'm, I'm such a fan of podcasts and starting a podcast, um, obviously because I, I have one as well, so I'm a little bit biased, but I see business owners trying to be everywhere all at once. You know, they're trying to do word of mouth marketing. They're trying to, you know, have a really strong presence on Instagram, email marketing, Facebook. They're, they're just like trying to spread themselves way too thin. And in reality, the thing that is often the most successful, especially in the beginning as you're starting to scale to six figures, is getting really good at one thing. Get really good at one thing. And then as you start to hire out help and you have support, then you can actually start to spread out to different platforms. So what I would say here is pick the platform that resonates with you the most. Maybe it is TikTok, maybe it's podcasting, maybe it's Instagram, and literally put your blinders on. Like, shut out everything else. This is what I'm focusing on. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to get really good at this. And then once I feel like I have a really good handle and grasp on this, then I'll start to think about branching out. So I will also kind of put this caveat in here that it does get a lot easier once you get really good at one platform to start repurposing content so that you're not just creating brand new content from scratch for every single platform. So make sure that you are kind of keeping in mind what are the things that I'm doing? How can I shift and change this, you know, potentially from an Instagram post to then put it in an email to where it's not the exact same. I didn't just copy paste. I did change it up a little bit so that it fits this email format. But keeping in mind that you can do things like that and that will actually help your energy spread out further. So my recommendation here, pick one, get really good at it instead of trying to spread yourself super thin. Okay, number three. Oh, I love this one because this was me for the entire first year of my business is going hard in the paint all the time. Never resting, always doing, always trying to move that needle forward. What this really comes down to is our relationship to rest, our ability to set boundaries, and kind of the life that we believe we deserve to live. Do we believe that we deserve to have success and have it come easy? That's one of the key things there is, 
does success get to be easy for me? What does that look like? Have I conditioned, have I been conditioned to believe that success only comes through blood, sweat, tears, hard work, always doing the thing and all like essentially beating yourself up into the ground? I really, really wish that I had embraced feminine and masculine energy balance way before in my business because I think I would have had a much different relationship with rest. For me, personally, I know that when I am overworked, overwhelmed, I tend to come up with very physical symptoms. I get sick, I get cold sores, I get stomach aches. So it's, it's for me, it's very clear when I'm not prioritizing myself enough, when I'm not actually doing my self-care things like meditation, I'm not doing energy work, I am not taking enough time for me. And it's understanding that in order to receive, we have to relax. We have to take that step back. We cannot actively receive when we are constantly trying to push forward. So making sure that you build in rest time inside your business. I highly recommend if you are working towards six figures and you are working every single day of the week, stop doing that please give yourself permission to stop working on the weekends. This really goes back to moving the needle forward in a smaller amount of time. If you give yourself seven days during the week to work, you're probably going to take all seven of those days. But if you give yourself from Monday to Friday and you have that specific strict cutoff time, you're probably going to get the same amount done, if not more. When we talk about things like setting boundaries, what I really want to get across here is starting to think about who has contact to me who has the ability to contact me? When can they contact me? Do I have any boundaries around that? Or am I just an open book all the time? Am I able to receive messages from clients 24-7? Um, do I have something in place like a turnaround time? Maybe it's 48 hours, 72 hours. And really starting to think about who has access to me? How can I start to reduce that access so that I can actually stay in my zone of genius more often? Can I hire somebody like a virtual assistant to take care of my email inbox or my Instagram DMs, and that actually frees up a lot more time for me because actually my eyeballs didn't need to be on that message that's asking about where I got my bandana for my dog. So I think when it comes to setting boundaries, a lot of the times we might be really afraid to set them because we don't want to offend anyone. We are really stuck in our people-pleasing tendencies, and that for us as the business owner, it ends up making us feel frustrated, overwhelmed, it makes us feel underappreciated, when in reality, a lot of that is our fault because we never set that boundary in the first place. Don't they know that I'm on vacation this entire week and, you know, maybe you didn't even say it, maybe that you always respond to messages right away when you get it? We train our clients how to treat us by the way that we do or don't set our boundaries. So I really want you to think about if you are a business owner, where do you need to set boundaries right now? I bet something is going to pop to your mind and you might be also experiencing, Ugh, no, like that little bit of like scary. No, I don't want to, I really don't want to do that. But this is your sign for you to actually move forward on that because if this boundary is actually going to free up more time, space, and energy for you as the business owner, it is always, always going to be a good thing. I know for me, whenever I have encountered my coaches and mentors with really strong boundaries, it has been so expansive for me. I mean, let's be honest. At first, it was triggering. I was like, wait, what? They're not going to respond to my message on the weekends? But what I realized is, that because they set boundaries that actually empowered me as a business owner to set my own boundaries 
because they had such strong boundaries, it allowed me to also have those boundaries as well. And I will say with boundary setting, you know, the first time that you set a boundary, it feels really scary and difficult and different. And that that's that is what it is. That's our ego trying to protect us. It's trying to, you know, get us to stay small and stay in the place that we are not changing and not shifting and not not transforming, but understanding that different and scary is not bad. It's actually going to be a really good thing. So the first time that you set the boundary, it might feel a little bit difficult, but every subsequent time, it's going to feel easier and easier and easier. I want to talk to you about two of my favorite Organifi products lately, and these have switched up a little bit. Um, I've kind of shifted what I'm consuming to really support where I'm at right now in my life. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I just recently moved. I actually moved twice. Um, I moved my stuff out of my Leavenworth apartment, and then my boyfriend and I moved into a different apartment in Spokane Valley. So I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of things lately, and I think for me, when I'm doing a lot of things, my brain tends to go approximately 3,000 miles a minute, and it makes me feel incredibly ungrounded. It makes me feel really scattered, and like I have a hard time remembering things. I find that when I feel really ungrounded, things tend to slip by me that wouldn't normally have done that, so I've really, really been loving Pure from Organifi. So this is all about brain support, memory support, and it kind of tastes like lemonade. I am so into this. I actually have, I mix one of these up every single mid-morning, so kind of between breakfast and lunch, and it really helps me. It feels like a little bit of an energy boost because it does have coffee berry in it. It doesn't actually have any caffeine in it, so it's awesome if you are sensitive to caffeine. It also has digestive enzymes in there as well, which a lot of people are actually lacking. I know for me, starting to take this pure, I started to notice that like, okay, wow, yeah, like things are moving. Things are moving like I feel like they should be, and it also has lion's mane which is a mushroom that is fantastic for memory and nerve support. For me, I use the Four Sigmatic Coffee Powder every single morning with lion's mane, and it makes such a huge difference in me really feeling focused and sharp. So I know that lion's mane is really such an impactful mushroom that we are able to consume. Other really amazing things about Pure is it doesn't have barely any sugar. It only has three grams per serving. So if you're watching your sugar intake, it is actually sweetened with monk fruit extract, which I really, really love. And there's also apple cider vinegar powder in here as well. Apple cider vinegar powder along with the digestive enzymes helps to support your digestive system as well. And sometimes apple cider vinegar can be a little bit hard on your teeth and your enamel. So having it in powder form can be really, really helpful. The other product that I've been absolutely loving is the green juice from Organifi. So as you might know and as you might have heard, I've actually started down the road of becoming an energy healer and really starting to incorporate that into my business. I'm so pumped about this. I am working through becoming an Ahai certified practitioner, so meaning that I'm going to be able to work with seventh dimension energy and light and really be able to spread that to people. And because of that, working with so much light and doing all of this energetic work, I tend to feel pretty drained and low energy after these sessions and really being able to support my body in a way that I know is going to be beneficial for me. This greens powder 
is really amazing at being able to detoxify the body. So this is low-level detoxification, which is awesome. I don't think that we need to be doing big detoxes all the time. And when I say detox, what I also mean is from things like Wi-Fi, from all of the 5G floating around in the air that can really start to affect our pineal gland, which has a lot to do with our intuition. So once we start to decalcify that, we can actually start tapping into our intuition a lot more. So this greens powder, it tastes amazing. It tastes far better than any other greens powder I've ever tried. And believe me, I've tried a lot. I am not always the best when it comes to getting vegetables into my diet because it's really hard sometimes to just take time for yourself and, you know, cook this big nutritious meal. So I really love taking the greens powder because I know it's filling in the gaps. It has ingredients like wheatgrass powder. It has moringa, spirulina, chlorella, matcha green tea leaf powder. And all of these really help to support gentle detoxification in the body. It also has an amazing superfood blend full of coconut water, ashwagandha, which is typically used for relaxation and calm. And I mean, who doesn't need more of that? It also has turmeric and red beet powder in there as well. I also love this because again, it is low on sugars. It only has one gram of sugars per serving. It's sweetened with monk fruit and it tastes absolutely amazing. So if you want to try out either of these products, the pure or the green juice, you can use code LADYBETA at checkout when you visit Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, and use the code LADYBETA for 15% off. I cannot wait to hear what you think of these products. I also really love the chocolate gold. Oh my god, it's so good. And the Harmony. I make sure that I am always stocked up on those two, and lately the Pure and the Green Juice have also been a part of my daily routine. Okay, let's move on to number four. This is a big mistake that I see that business owners make because in the beginning, they're just trying to like throw spaghetti against the wall. They're really trying to see what works in terms of their offers. How can I get people to work with me? And number four is actually having too many offers. So how can we get you as the business owner to actually streamline what you offer so that everything that you offer is exactly what your clients need so that it allows you to stay in your zone of genius as much as possible and you're not trying to cater to everyone and everything. I talk about this a lot when I talk about niching down, finding your niche is really challenging yourself to speak directly to one person. Um, a good example of this would be a website designer that, you know, really has this huge passion in working with outdoor enthusiasts. Maybe they, they really absolutely love being able to help people cultivate this passion for the outdoors and then somebody asks them, oh, hey, could you do a website for my my food blog? And they're like, mm, this, this, like, mm, yeah, I mean, I can totally. Yeah, I can do that. You know, sure. Why not? I can, I can figure it out. I'm smart. You know, I've done this before, but the energy that actually would go into that project then, because it's not actually 100% fully aligned with their mission and what they really want to do isn't going to be 100%. So it's understanding where in my business have I crossed my own boundaries? Have I tried to be everything to everyone? And how can I start to pare that down? So I would also say in this having too many offers is having way too many ways to work with you. So maybe you have a couple of different ways to work with you one-on-one. -on -one 
Maybe you have a couple of different ways to, you know, potentially work in a group program with you. And here's the thing is that when people have clear parameters of the ways that they can work with you, those are the parameters that they're going to go into. You know, they're going to know very quickly, is this the right offer for me or not? Instead of you trying to overextend yourself as the business owner and not having as an effective of a transformation for that client as you possibly can. For me, what this looks like is I launched my one-on-one deep dive intensives a couple weeks ago, and I've had so many people ask for that link because that is the one way, the only way that you can work with me one-on-one, and I've made that very clear. The only way that you can work with me inside my groups are Ignite. Um, That probably will not be relaunching in the future. And then Activate is my high-level business, six-figure mastermind, as I said in the the beginning of this podcast. And then I'll be doing Synergy as a self-paced program in January. So it's having very clear avenues to which people can start to get into your funnel as a business owner. So what funnels do you have available right now? If you're like, I have like eight. Uh, We might need to start to pare that down. And I'm not saying, you know, don't do the things that you're passionate about. But how can we give people more clear avenues to start to get into your field? Okay, number five. This one is one of my favorites because I've really started to utilize this a lot more lately. I feel a little slow to the game with this one, but you know what? You know, things happen as they need to. Divine timing, trusting the divine timing is actually... I see a lot of business owners not using their network. So we are more connected than we know. We are likely just one person away from that connection that we really want. So it's having the courage and taking that bold action to make the ask. Can you introduce me to this person? Can you connect me? I really want you to sit and think about who is in my network right now that would be really great to do something like a live with. Maybe if you have a podcast, you can think about, okay, I want to get this person on to talk about this thing, but I don't know them directly. Could I ask somebody that does know them that I'm also connected with to make an introduction? So use the network that you have. I know a lot of people might think that, oh, that's really uncomfortable. But here's the thing. Your business is not going to grow in your comfort zone. Like this is something that you need to start to embrace. And exactly like setting boundaries, the more that you do it, the less uncomfortable it will be. This is a learned skill, something that you can absolutely start to practice and grow this muscle of asking for the introduction asking for the connections. So using your network is incredibly important. It is so much easier when you have a network to spread your message, to grow your audience, to get in front of more people, to get in front of more potential client avatars or potential clients' eyeballs. Use the network that you have. It is, I mean, honestly, it's a huge game changer. I've been really embracing this inside my business, going outside of my comfort zone, asking for the connections, and really seeing where that takes me. And I've really been super happy about this lately because it's starting to feel very effortless. It's starting to feel very much like, oh, wow, that just popped in. And I'm, I'm not even sure how that connection happened, but I'm really thankful that it did. So finally, we have number six. And you know, you know, I had to include this one, but I see a lot of business owners and this is probably the biggest mistake. Let's put like number six with like a bold underlined two exclamation marks after it is avoiding the deep and emotional work, not doing the self-development work personally And our businesses are a reflection of us. So when we don't do that self-development, deep emotional healing work, 
our business will reflect that. And that's what our business will be charged with. That's the energy it will be charged with. So who do you think you're going to attract into your business if you're avoiding that deeper work? You're probably going to be attracting nightmare clients, really needy clients, people that are unwilling to do the work and therefore they're not going to get transformations. And it's really hard to move your business forward when you're not actually getting your clients transformations. So these are all things to really think about. So that deep emotional work, what does that actually look like? Let's talk about tangible things. So deep emotional work looks like, okay, when do I tend to get triggered inside my business? Is it when somebody asks for something that I can't deliver? Is it when a client isn't happy with something that I've done? Is it, you know, maybe somebody makes an ask of me and I people please and do it anyway and then I'm triggered because I didn't actually want to do that thing? Triggers can be really exceptional teachers for us if we let them be. So thinking about the triggers that happen, I mean, I had a, a few today and was able to work through them with all of the tools that I have, brain rewiring, thought shifting, listening to my human design profile has really been big for me, and knowing that when I get triggered, I have to wait a couple of days. I have to ride that emotional wave and make the decision afterwards has been really great for me to practice. But it's noticing where am I triggered and where do I have an opportunity to grow and to expand and start to really learn more about myself as a person, start to really question, where did this come from? Where did this start? Is this even mine or am I taking on somebody else's energy that's not even mine? Especially as you might be an empath and a business owner and we take on a lot of people's energy and if we aren't doing anything to release that energy, we might be taking on more energy than we need and that could be causing a lot of frustration. It could be causing a lot of resentment in your business. So noticing where am I being triggered? Another big one is doing something like brain rewiring. I honestly think that all business owners should go through the brain rewiring process. It has been absolutely instrumental in me building a multiple six-figure business. I, I don't think I would be here without it. I mean, I might be, but I would probably be way less chill. I would probably be way more overworked and it just, yeah, it would be a mess. So I'm really thankful to brain rewiring coming into and entering my life because it has absolutely changed everything for me. So brain rewiring is a really big one. Identifying the limiting beliefs that you have and being able to rewrite and rewire those pathways, really being able to rewrite our own personal stories so that we are calling in bigger and better things because we truly believe that we deserve them. Other tools that are really helpful are shadow work. So diving into, okay, what aspects of my personality have I swept under the rug and why? What aspects of my personality have I deemed that are not acceptable to be shown in public? So I hide it. Things like jealousy. It could be rage. It could be selfishness. It could be desire, striving for power. There are plenty of different things that we shove into our shadow that we don't want anyone to know that just sit there. And the way that I kind of see it is it chips away at who we are authentically. The more that we try to push it away, the more that it actually takes pieces of us with it. The whole point of shadow work is to start to integrate the shadow part so that you are a more whole person, so that you are able to show up more authentically and more genuinely. Another tool that I really love is inner child healing. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Is It's similar to shadow work and you're trying to identify, okay, where did this come from? Where Where's the root of this? And going back, and you can do this through meditations. There are plenty of inner child meditations. I will likely be doing a guided one inside the 22-day challenge. Again, the link for that will be in the show notes. 
And going back to different points in times in your childhood where big events happen, and when I say big, I don't necessarily mean huge events, but what I do mean is that it kind of changed the course of your life or it changed parts of your personality or it really solidified a limiting belief or it started to condition you to believe something. So going back to these points in time where these things started to shift and change with inside of us and kind of being our own savior, like going back and saying, you know what, I am so sorry that you had to deal with this. I'm so sorry nobody was there for you. Nobody hugged you. Nobody told you it would be okay, but I'm here now. So we are able to do a lot of our own healing inside of things like these meditations and journaling can be a really big one as well. And it's honestly really empowering. It feels really good to start to integrate those moments back into ourselves instead of just like pushing them under and just hoping that they won't surface or show up again because, you know, they're, they're going to. They're definitely going to. So I love the deep emotional work and being able to really see the positive changes inside my business because of this, because I've been doing so much of this work lately. Not only have I been able to take a lot more rest time, I mean, I truly believe that the less I work, the more I make. It has been such a game changer. Again, thank you, Brain Rewiring. And I also have a much better relationship with money, with abundance. I no longer find myself stuck inside scarcity mindset, stuck inside fear or doubt. I'm able to move through those much more quickly because I've been doing that deep emotional work. I have so many more tools now that I can use when I'm triggered, when I'm frustrated, when I'm not feeling like doing things inside my business. I actually have ways that I can move through that that feel really good to me. Okay, so I actually drew two cards for today's podcast episode because if you are a business owner, if you are transitioning to six figures, I absolutely know how difficult it can be. So I pulled these cards with the intention of what guidance can these cards provide for somebody going through that transition? What message do they need to know? So the first card of two that I pulled is the Hathor Light Codes. And I should mention I'm using the Gateway of Light Activation Oracle deck by Kyle Gray. So this Hathor Light Codes, the description says, Hathor, also known as Het Heru, which means House of Horus, is an Egyptian cow and solar goddess associated with the sky and fertility. Worship of this enigmatic figure goes all the way back to the 3rd millennium BCE. Hathor is easily recognized in Egyptian art, for she often wears a sun disc on her head that is held in place by two horns relating to the cow, sacred symbol of motherhood. She is the divine consort of the hawk-headed deity Horus, allowing her to bridge the world and the cosmic realms and bring in the infinite light of the sun." In this gateway, Hathor is the figurehead of an intergalactic race of beings called the Hathors. There's a good chance that the ancient Egyptians were in touch with this divine race as evidenced by the many Hathor pillars at the temple of Dendera. The Hathors appear as elongated pillars of infinite light, illustrating their capacity to bridge heaven and earth. Their divine mission is to activate light upon the earth, interlinked with both the energy of the central sun and Venus. They bestow solar light blessings and ignite the energy of unconditional love within. When you receive this light card, know they are ushering in great blessings. So the message from this card says, This is a light immersion. You are experiencing a full system upgrade. The infinite solar light of the Hathors is surrounding you now. This is a time of expansion and excitement. You are filled with unlimited potential. The gifts that were once in darkness are now being brought into the light. The parts of yourself that were once hidden are now being seen. Life is being restored. If you have been experiencing sluggishness or tiredness, this is now being washed away. Something ancient has awakened within you 
and you are remembering why you're here, welcome home to your light. I absolutely love this card, and anytime in spirituality anything says fertility, that doesn't necessarily just mean babies. I want to point that out as it could be, it's it's creation. It's is a project or, you know, an offering, a program. It's something coming to life. What is being created? It's that creation energy. So I absolutely love the message from this. If you've been feeling sluggish and tired, that's being washed away. It's being removed from you and you are now able to align with your full purpose, your full mission. Okay. The second card that I pulled is the Orion Activation. The words below say supernova, recreation, renewal, rebirthed by light. And the message here is, Orion is one of the best-known constellations in the night sky. Its name is Greek for hunter, and its stars can be seen as a figure with a sword accompanied by a dog, Sirius. At the center of the constellation, three stars appear in a belt-like formation. To the south of Orion's belt, there's a nebula that has revealed much about how stars and planetary systems are formed. The best way to describe this space is as a star nursery. During a star's last evolutionary stages, it explodes into a supernova, which provides the perfect space for a new star to be born. The Orion constellation is home to a number of higher beings, many of whom are dedicated to the evolution of our planet. Even though the idea of the constellation being a hunter may make it seem highly masculine, its energies are, in fact, similar to those of the Lemurians, and its inhabitants therefore honor all beings. The beings of Orion are, in fact, sacred space holders who help all of those with star power and star potential to make the changes required to become the most ascended and aware form of themselves." All your fears and setbacks are being stripped away from your energy now. It is essential for your old way of being to fall away and for you to go through a process of renewal in order to move forward. The old stories of your life aren't yours to live out or live up to. You are far greater than these limiting experiences. The beings of Orion are surrounding you now and they see you as one of them. Someone who has been born with the knowledge that they can live with great purpose and make a real difference in the world whether on the global scale or in a particular corner of the planet. When you draw this card, you are being reminded that you have infinite star potential. I absolutely love that card. I mean, what a better way to say, get out there, do the thing that scares you because you never know who it's going to help. By keeping your message and your mission a secret, you are, I mean, honestly, you are trying to hide your star power. I absolutely love this card. These both really resonated with me. I'm really, really excited to be doing more card drawings and readings on the podcast. And as with everything I ever say or put out there, if it resonates, take it. If it doesn't, leave it. I absolutely, again, am very, very in love with my oracle cards. I feel very connected to them and they really love it when you ask questions with intention and you'll you'll find that you get a lot of messages that are like, okay, I uh, hear you. You are speaking directly to me. Gotcha. Um, message received. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have not yet left a rating and review, please take a couple of minutes out of your day to do so. If you have absolutely been loving all the biz talk lately, you have other business owners in your life that you think would really enjoy the show, send the episode to them. That is one of the biggest compliments you can give me as a business owner is spreading my message far and wide. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode. Oh,